obviously, um, you know, on Japan Forward, we're going to be, as Ariel said, we're going to be doing live stream videos here and there, uh, Twitter space, um, uh, audio conversations like this one uh, throughout the weekend, things like that, um, and publishing articles on the site. But I should also say that um, a lot of the uh, band sets here at Fuji Rock are being live streamed on the official Fuji Rock um, YouTube channel. Welcome back. You're listening to the Real Issues, Real Voices, Real Japan podcast by Japan Forward. Here at Japan Forward, we bring to our audience issues that are of real importance in and about Japan from the perspective and context of people inside of Japan, as expressed or captured by them who truly understand the nuances of culture, issues, and current events. In today's session, we're joined by Daniel, Ariel, and Micah. Who are at Fuji Rock Festival, the largest outdoor music festival in Japan. They share with us their plan for the weekend, for the bands and the artists that they're going to meet and interview. So let's listen in. Thank you to our listeners and followers for joining us again for our Twitter space. Every week we're seeing more people join us for this live conversation and appreciate it very much. Before we get started, let us introduce ourselves. For anybody unfamiliar, unfamiliar with us, we started Japan Forward in 2017 with the goal to reach global audiences, sharing stories, opinions, and editorial content from Japan. Our mission, shared by our supporters and followers, is to raise awareness of the Japanese spirit, culture, and tradition. So let me introduce some of our guests today. Maybe we could do just a round, round robin, round table of um, self-introductions. Let's start with Ariel. Okay, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Ariel. I'm a reporter at Japan Forward. I have been since 2018. Uh, this is my third time at Fuji Rock, uh, second time with Daniel covering the event. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's really exciting to be here. I'm really excited to talk about this today. Nice to have you on the show again, Ariel. And next we have Daniel, please. Uh, hi everybody, I'm Daniel uh, from IGN Japan and uh, we are a sister publication of Japan Forward uh, so I also get to help out uh, with music related stuff I was a music journalist for a very long time um, and yeah, this is uh, Fuji Rock Festival um, didn't happen in 2020 and um, in 2021 it, it did happen but it was for only uh, domestic bands and we did think about coming but it didn't work out for various reasons at the last minute so uh, this is mine and Ariel's first time here at Fuji Rock since 2019 and it's, uh, it's really nice to be back up in the mountains in Naira surrounded by uh, people who are excited to watch live music. Uh, hi everyone, this is uh, Micah. I'm Micah Go. Uh, uh, I'm with uh, <laughs> the Pan Forward team. Uh, this is going to be my first Fuji Rock. I'm here yeah, with Daniel and Ariel. Uh, I don't know what to say. It's uh, it's a lot to take in for uh, you know for someone who's going to a festival this big for the first time to Fuji Rock for the first time. Um, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a sensory overload, but you know, uh, it's it's honestly fun. <laughs> I'm I'm having fun, and like the main event hasn't even started yet. I'm already having fun. Like uh, the vibe, the atmosphere is really nice. Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, honestly just to sum it up. I'm just really happy to be back to to you know going to concerts, to gigs. It's been such a long time more than two years already and yeah i'm just so excited to be here and you know just to just to take it all yes and we're also going to look forward to yeah, 
looking forward to some of the photos and the coverage that you'll be doing there too. And we also published an article, um, your article, a couple of weeks ago, of a, of a bit of a preview of which artists to watch. So I've, I've shared this, I've shared that within our Twitter space. So if those who haven't read it, please check it out. Um, so yeah, you all shared how much, how many times you've already been to Fuji Rock. Um, but let's let's jump to a question that Ariel um, suggested is that um, to just for our listeners, Ariel, maybe this question is for you and maybe Daniel too, you can follow up. It's like, what's different about this year's Fuji Rock 2022? Um, it's in the the COVID era, if we can say that. How, how is it different now? Um, so, I mean, the big thing, obviously, is that in uh, 2020, the Fujiro was cancelled or postponed. And so, I mean, what is different is that it's actually happening uh, during COVID. I mean, last year it happened, but it was in a very different format. It was uh, in, uh, um, it was only domestic artists. It was like much smaller in scale. So in that sense, like, you know, it's the first, as Daniel mentioned before, it's the first uh, Fuji Rock since 2019 that is seeing international artists that have come back basically at a format which is very close to normality. But having said this, there are still some things that are different this time because everybody's very mindful of uh, uh, COVID-19 like guidelines and, you know, making sure that this doesn't become a spreader event. So, you know, you get at the very start, at the very entrance, there's already like disinfected everywhere and you're asked to measure your temperature uh, on the app of Fuji Rock. Uh, we had to put in our like personal information uh, so that uh, we could, you know, it, it, there's like some contact tracing if anything happens and so on. Um, so I'd say like definitely like there's some things that are different. And then also one of the big headliners of the event, Yoasobi, uh, she cancelled uh, the day before, a couple of days ago, I think. And uh, because she resulted, the vocalist uh, resulted positive to COVID. So, you know, there is some there is a, some sense of normalcy, but at the same point, it's definitely still an event that is happening in COVID and everybody is still mindful of the guidelines. So, yeah. Did, Daniel, did you have anything to add to that? Uh, yeah, there have actually been um, a few other cancellations too, and um, postponements or um, uh, not postponements, cancellations, and, and um, then other artists coming in to fill those slots, I should say. And uh, so, you know, everyone who's here at uh, Fuji Rock, you kind of need to keep an eye on uh, on on, twi- on their official Fuji Rock Twitter to kind of see what the, the changes are because at any minute, you know, and I'm sure it's going to happen more and more over the next three days. And artists that you are excited to see suddenly has to cancel their slot. I'm personally very nervous about certain artists that I'm excited for <laughs> suddenly not being able to play. So um, there's that. But um, I don't know, man. Fuji Rock has uh, the, so. Fuji, it's called Fuji Rock, but it's not actually anywhere near Mount Fuji. It's up in the mountains in Naiba, in uh, Niigata Prefecture, uh, which is very far from where Mount Fuji is. But the very first Fuji Rock was held uh, in the vicinity of, of Mount Fuji. And that year, because uh, that's an area that's prone to a lot of uh, extreme weather conditions or whatever, and uh, that first festival, the stage basically blew away. <laughs> and uh, they had to just cancel the rest of the festival. So... They've been through these things before, you know, Fuji Rock, the organizers smash. Um, last year, uh, I think they sort of, by putting on a festival that was only Japanese artists, I'm sure that was a very big risk to them um, because the festival is, you know, it's renowned as being a place where 
uh, foreign bands, Western bands, or bands from all around the world mixed together with Japanese artists and and the the, um, the audience as well. And so, you know, if you're putting on a festival that's all only Japanese artists, it's not a very diff- different atmosphere. It's going to appeal to a very different audience. It's competing against different festivals because you know instead of something like Summer Sonic being the, the similar sort of touchstone within Japan, you're leaning more towards rock in Japan or festivals where they only feature Japanese bands anyway. And so, you know, I think that last year must have represented quite a, a big um, challenge and a big risk for Smash. And I think that they, they were able to pull it off so fairly successfully. Um, but there's no question this year, you know, it feels like a, a full, a fully charged Fuji Rock in full swing. Um, and I think... People here are just so um, excited to finally uh, get to see all these, you know, all their favorite bands from overseas, and to to be together and uh, be you know, in the mountains and and uh, have fun together. That um, any sort of COVID-related uh, guidelines, people are willing, very happy and willing to to follow and 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 make sure that the festival goes off without a hitch and that it carries on, you know. Uh, being able to happen again next year. Well, yeah, it's good to hear that people are like you know cooperating with the protocols on um, on at on site. Um, just maybe to add a bit of color to what Daniel was saying is that Fuji Rock prides itself as the largest outdoor music festival in Japan. Um, and yeah, for Japanese artists to share the same stage with international artists, it's it's quite um, popular with um, with many music fans in Japan. And a lot of people do travel from. Um, from outside of Japan into Japan for this specific um, weekend. So it's good to see that up again and trying to, you know, produce um, entertainment in this area that we live in. So yeah, I, I guess I don't want to spend too much time on talking about COVID-19, how it's affecting the live experience. Let's talk about artists. I think that's that's the main um, the main topic or the main theme for Fuji Rock. And then we can share um, some of the artists that we're looking forward to um in in the next three days or so so let's maybe let's kick it off with ariel then we can yes just go 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 with that and see what which artists you you guys are going to check out ariel which ones are you going to go to oh there are so many (laughs) um but uh so one that i'm kind of interested in seeing again uh is vim spanky because we saw uh last time when we came to fuji rock uh, they are sort of uh rock duo um and i really like their energy is sort of like a very I don't know, folk rock uh, vibe that they have and I'm uh, really looking forward to seeing them. Uh, even today, you know, there was already like, we had we saw a great act today and I, I think Daniel should talk about it because it was, you know, he was like very much like talking well about the, the band. So there was definitely that and they're going to be playing again over the next few days. So that's something that I'm looking forward to doing. Um, there are some international artists that I'm really excited to see as well that I've been meaning to see while I was, you know, living abroad and I didn't get a chance to see them. And so, it's a great chance to see them here. So one is Bonobo um, and another one is Jack White. Um, so these are just uh, some. Uh, but then there are some of the artists that we are interviewing. Um, slash we have uh, interviews like scheduled. And, uh, you know, it's always nice to see like a set after that you've heard the conversation with the artist. So uh, in my case, I interviewed a couple of days ago, Zombie Chang, uh, who is this, uh, she's a Japanese artist. She's a musician, but she's also an art, you know, artist. And so she makes artwork and then she's a model. She's very dynamic, very uh, frank kind of personality. And like, I, she's going to be doing a DJ set 
uh, in Saturday. And so I look forward to seeing. Uh, so these are just some of the highlights that I'm looking forward to. Uh, shall I jump in? So, um, yeah, for me, this year the lineup is really good. There are a lot of artists that, are, that I love uh, who are playing this weekend. Um, so, first of all, uh, Ariel mentioned that we went to see one band tonight. So, basically, the festival itself it starts from Friday tomorrow. But uh, every year on the the night before, on the Thursday night, they have like a a big party for um, people who've come up, you know, to, to who come up the night before and, and already in the campsite and ready to to enjoy the festival. And um, this time the uh, so they they operate one stage, which is the Red Marquee stage, and it's like a sort of three hour show. Um, this year it's mainly uh, DJs playing, but uh, there is a band called Otoboke Biba. Otoboke Biva. Okay, so they are uh, a band from Kyoto. I had it in my head for a long time. They were from Osaka, but uh, they're, they're not. They're from Kyoto. Um, they are a four-girl, uh, very, very, very fast, hard, aggressive punk band, but with a very strong sense of humor. And so um, their songs are really, uh, they're just really fun and funny and um, exciting. And um, we went to see them play just now, and um, it's funny because they've been around for uh, for a good sort of more than 10 years. And in the last couple of years, especially, they've been touring, well, I suppose up to up to and before COVID, they were touring a lot overseas and um, building up a very strong following in the UK and Europe and the United States and so on. Uh, and, and not necessarily quite so well known here in Japan. And so um, they were talking about it while they were on stage uh, in, a, in a sort of a, a fairly amusing, aggressive way <laughs> about how, oh, yeah, you know, we, we only usually get to play at sh shows like uh, Primavera and Coachella festivals in, in the West, you know, so we don't really know much about Japan, which, uh, of course, they're from Japan, so it's uh, kind of a joke. But um, uh, for them to be up on, because their, their main set here at Fuji Rock, they're playing at the uh, Naiba Shokodo. It's the smallest stage of the whole festival. Uh, it's actually where we're sitting next to right now. And um, they're playing in the middle of the night on the smallest stage. And it's like, oh, the poor, those poor guys, you know. But uh, then, you know, now that they're also performing tonight at the uh, opening party, because the, the artists are announced at the last minute, it's a secret. Um, so we didn't know. To, to be able to see them on a big stage, Red Marquee, it's one of the biggest stages. Um, and it's the only stage that's open for the public. So everybody who's here is watching it. Um, I think it's uh, that's probably one of the biggest audiences they play to in Japan. So um, it was really exciting to watch. Um, they put on a really just energetic, fun, crazy show with uh, very forceful uh, punk songs. Songs about uh, not wanting to. It's you could you could read quite deeply into uh, some of the meanings of wanting to, to buck the. Um, the perceived um, gender roles that are very strong in Japan. You know, songs like not wanting to have children. I'd rather, I'd rather give birth to a dog. Um, there's a song about, I don't want to be the one who has to divide up the salad for everybody. When you go for dinner here, you know, everyone, when you're all going for dinner in Inezakaya and you get salad, it's usually the, the woman who has to serve it up for everybody else, you know. Um, think, things like that. Um, so there is a deeper meaning to it. But on the surface level, it's just a very fun, you know, experience. So you can take it either way. So anyway, I talked probably too much about Autoboka Beaver, but I really love them. So uh, yes, I, I, I encourage them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, for me personally, um, again, like as, as I was saying, there are a lot of bands playing this weekend that I really, really love. So 
Uh, I'm very excited about a band called The Who. It's not that The Who. It's not The Who from Britain from the 1960s. Um, it's uh, it's a, a, a band from Mongolia. It's The Who spelt H-U, The Who. And um, they play Mongolian folk music fused with metal. And it's a very hard, aggressive sound because... Um, Mongolian folk music, you know, features um, throat singing hume. It's one of the, the sort of the main tenets of, of Mongolian music. And uh, that, that by itself is already a very sort of deep, growling, sort of bassy vocal sound. And so to throw that in with uh, metal and you've got uh, sort of drums and, uh, uh, and bass and, and sort of guitar sounding Mongolian instruments. Um, and then a sort of a Mongolian um, uh, sort of equivalent to like a violin. Um, it's a very sort of uh, unusual sound, you know. It's very, it's got a very strong folk element, but it's also very clearly uh, a rock sound. And uh, yeah, I really love them. And they're playing um, tomorrow on the, the Friday morning, 11 a.m. So for me, it's sort of a bit like the climax is coming right at the beginning of the festival. But uh, I got to interview them today, and Michael was with me taking photos. And that interview was already published on uh, Japan Forward. So if you're interested, please uh, check that out. They're, they're called The Who. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've talked a lot, so I'll, I'll make it super quick, but I'm excited to see Awich tomorrow. Yes, uh, she's a yes. ja- great Japanese rapper. Uh, Bloody Wood, who are playing on Saturday, uh, excellent Indian uh, rock band. Uh, Dinosaur Jr., who I've loved since uh, I was a, a teenager. And uh, Zuto Mayonaka de Inoni, uh, which means uh, if only it could be the middle of the night for all the time. Uh, they're uh, uh, great, a, ba- yeah. a band I really like, yeah. They're playing on uh, Sunday. Yeah, those are some, some of the bands I'm looking forward to. All right. That's a very com- comprehensive list. And I do co-sign with a lot of the artists that you mentioned. How about yourself, Mike? Uh, I know Daniel already talked about Otoboke Bebo a lot, but I just wanted to mention that uh, after their set, I was uh, I told Daniel and Ariel that Otoboke Bebo was the first band that I saw, like, after, like, like ever since the pandemic started, like they were the first band that I saw live. And I just have to say it was an experience and a very fun one at that. And yeah, consider me a fan of them now. But uh, yes, but I think uh, we all are. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I think Daniel and Ariel mentioned a lot of the bands that I'm excited to also excited to see and, you know, to, to cover. Uh, but there's one band that I just wanted to mention. Uh, their name is Elephant Gym. They're from uh, Kaohsiung, Taiwan. They're a three-piece math rock band. Uh, I've been a fan of them for like many years now. Their their songs are very. Uh, how would I describe it? Like they're very. They make they make you calm, but also they make you very energetic at the same time. Like you could go from like you know just vibing around and like, suddenly just like you know you want to headbang and you know just like dance along to their songs. They're very fun. Their songs are mostly instrumental, but yeah, it's the it's the musicality and the technique like that's what carries their music like each individual member all all three of them just shine in their own way in all their songs especially live so yeah they're one of the bands that i'm pretty excited to check out uh i also mentioned them in the article that i wrote about like the the artists that uh, people should look out for so yeah you uh, i recommend checking them out so yeah <laughs> all right so yeah looking forward to to their performances, yeah, and also if you're going to do any follow-up photography or coverage, looking forward to that as well. And maybe quickly from me, I won't be at the event, 
but I'll be watching on YouTube like most other people will be doing. And I think the ones that I like, ones that I got to know through previous Fuji Rock events like Macaroni and Pizza, I really like their style of music, Zutto Mayo, who Daniel mentioned. I've actually got to see them like live in person when I was working on YouTube and actually met the vocalists. So they're quite very cool. Also, Daniel Mentonavich, I like her style as well. Good, good um, originality of her, like her rap sense in Japan. And I think that's what's needed um, to, you know, to culture up um, hip hop culture in Japan. So I think she's really cool. And I think one of the ones that I, I really want to see is maybe Hana Regumi, which is you know, not really rock, but he, he's kind of like staple of Japanese um, music from my generation. So it'd be nice to see some of his performances over the weekend. All right. I think we, we've covered a lot of artists and I think we've already mentioned that he'll be there for the next three or four days. Um, maybe we can end on um, an announcement or something, an update from you guys is that, well, what, are, what, kind, what can we expect from... From you from this weekend what what are we looking out for are other bands or names that we should be um yeah keeping an eye out for what 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 can we expect from you guys okay um so uh in terms of like what we'll be doing uh we'll be doing a live uh, stream uh video on uh, our social media uh accounts uh like every morning um and so just to give you a preview of what is going on and so like of the main acts of the day like things to look out for and then uh if it's like from the second day um then we'll also give like an update on like what we saw the day before uh so that's something that you want to look out for um during the day we'll also do a live stream of you know some of the uh the atmosphere at the festival because as uh, daniel mentioned like this is a very particular festival it has so much to offer quite apart from the main act which is the music there is like you know incredible food incredible atmosphere it's a great place to bring your kids you wouldn't think so for a music festival and this is definitely the case uh, so we'll be doing a bit of that and then in terms of like artist interviews we have a couple of artist interviews line up um and so uh, you know, Zombie Chang that I mentioned before, the article will be published uh, in the next few days. Uh, and then um, we have a couple of uh, interviews that we're going to do while we're here. Uh, maybe Daniel could talk a little bit about that. And uh, so, you know, there's a lot to look forward to. And then every evening we'll be doing a Twitter space, like talking about what we saw during the day. So, you know, we'll keep you updated on what's going on. And hopefully you can feel like you are enjoying the festival from home, even if you're not here in person. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Anything to add? Uh, yeah. So, um, well, so first of all, I'll 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 take that uh, uh, that nod that Ariel gave me just now to uh, follow up on uh, some of the interviews that we're doing. So, as I said, we've already um, published our interview with the Who. Um, our interview with Zombie Chang is coming soon. I also really like Zombie Chang. She she's a very uh, uh, unusual and uh, interesting uh, solo artist. Um, so I'm I haven't read the article yet, so I'm excited to to read that myself. Um, I was very jealous that Ariel got to, uh, to, to interview her in person. Um, and then we are planning interviews also with uh, Elephant Jim, um, who is the band that Micah mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, um, which uh, I'm, also, I'm, I'm very interested to, uh, to talk to them because uh, I also, you know, I like their music. And um, I think that, you know, math rock is, um, is a genre that's quite well suited to a festival like Fuji Rock because Fuji Rock is 
is is home to uh, melting pot styles of music and also some quite cerebral stuff. And so I think uh, a band like that will go down well here. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to uh, to talk to them. Um, we also have an interview with the Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra uh, lined up, uh, which um, they are a band who've uh, been around a very long time. So people may be familiar with them. They've, they've performed all around the world. A very sort of large band. I, I, I don't I don't know the count of how many members are in there, but it's at least at least 10, 10 people in there. I think. Um, playing, it's sort of, uh, it's quite traditional ska music, but of course they're a Japanese band, so they put their own uh, spin on it. And um, yeah, they're a very cool band, so I'm interested to uh, chat with them. And then we have another couple that may or may not happen, so I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, and so in all of those cases, um, we will do our best to uh, you know write those up quickly and, and uh, yeah, get the articles out for everybody as soon as we can. Uh, and the other thing I'd like to add, obviously, um, you know, on Japan Forward, we're going to be, as Ariel said, we're going to be doing live stream videos here and there, uh, Twitter space, um, uh, audio conversations like this one uh, throughout the weekend, things like that, um, and publishing articles on the site. But I should also say that um, a lot of the uh, band sets here at Fuji Rock are being live streamed on the official Fuji Rock um, YouTube channel. And so if you're interested in catching any of the bands, seeing what they're like, um, and you can't be here physically to, to do so, um, the YouTube channel is a very good place to start. They, they've been live streaming the stages at Fuji Rock anyway for the past few years. Um, but last year, obviously, when uh, you know a lot of people couldn't come to the festival, it, was, it really kind of came into its own. And so um, you know, I think uh, you'll be able to enjoy a lot of the bands that we've just been talking about and many others, and uh, there'll be live streaming on three different channels on on um or three different um like live stream pages on the official fuji rock uh, youtube channel uh, throughout throughout the three days so yeah definitely take take a look and i think sometimes they don't archive those for very long so if you want to watch them you got to watch them in more not in exactly in real time but within the next within the next few days so uh yeah now now's the time don't sleep on it <laughs> so yeah well, for the next few days we'll be going around we'll be doing a lot of like uh, like what they uh, like Ariel and Daniel said we'll be doing a lot of live streams and yeah we'll be doing uh, some interviews uh well on my side I'll I'll be taking a lot of photos uh not just of the bands that we uh we've pinpointed that we were gonna cover and you know we want to see live but also of like you know the general uh environment the vibe of the festival because you know Fujirak wouldn't be Fujirak without the people attending with like with on all the other activities uh, that are lined up for everyone who goes here so like you know just photos of like you know the general uh, the environment what the people are doing you know just the just the audience having fun and all that stuff so yeah be on the lookout for that all right thank you Ariel Daniel and Michael for your time I know you guys are gonna be busy in the next couple of days but yeah, it would be nice if we can like catch up for 10 minutes or so um, every evening and yeah, just to wrap up or to recall how the day went. Looking forward to your experiences and yeah, hopefully um, people can visit our YouTube channel to watch the live stream. Um, please follow Ariel, Daniel and Micah for updates on Twitter. Um, I think they are trying to sort out the Facebook live stream as well. So once that's working, we'll make an announcement. Um, and yeah, follow us on board for their um, for their coverage. So listeners, thanks for joining us today. Follow us, Japan Forward, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We also have a YouTube channel. And our spaces, this Twitter space will be um, republished on 
Spotify and Apple Music. So subscribe to that as well. And so everyone, um, yeah, we'll try to do this again tomorrow evening, maybe around 10 p.m., 10.30 p.m. Just depends on how the guys are feeling, how much energy they've got. But yeah, it'll be nice to, to chat with them after day one. So have a good evening, have a good day, wherever you are, and catch you again tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Real Issues, Real Voices, Real Japan podcast by Japan Forward. Visit our website for more information regarding our podcast and other news on Japan. Catch you next time.